Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. You guys seem to love the gut health ones. So I am back with another gut health one today talking all about poop. Guys, I talk about poop all the time. I grew like not grew up, went through med school talking about poop like every single day. Poop tells you a lot about your health. So that's why we are diving into poop bowel movements today. It is not TMI. Um, We need to discuss poop more, right? We need to be like it's normal, natural body thing that can tell us a lot about our health. I am actually sitting in my office for the first time to record this episode. My desk finally came in on Friday and it is Monday today. So I set it up on the weekend. Um, I'm starting to get it organized. I still need the vase, but we've got crystals. We've got candle. Um, I got this like nice marble desk from Structube. I have my mirror. I have a sleepy puppy, which is sleeping near me. She was very good for this episode. If you guys listened to some of the other ones this month, it was not the case. Um, But it's finally coming together, and I'm really glad because I really wanted a separate office space, someplace where I was doing my work, and then, you know, the kitchen was more, well, obviously for filming, and then, you know, for more non-work-related things. Just to have work-life balance, to have that separation. So now I am sitting at my desk. I'm looking out at, you know, Forest Hill, which is an area in Toronto. In case you didn't know, I live in Forest Hill. So I'm looking out into Forest Hill. Um, It's just nice. It's just like a nice view, lots of natural light. And I just feel all the vibes. I have a nice candle burning. Um, But yeah, I am really excited to dive into this episode. It's a little bit of a shorter one, but I think it is a good one because we really touch on the importance of poop, poop health, what to look out for, what to do if you're not having ideal poops, and then, you know, how to achieve poop perfection. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Live Well podcast. This podcast is designed to help you live well, body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Liv, a natural health and wellness expert, and each week you will walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. A new episode starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are talking about one of the things that I think I've talked about most in life. People think that it's TMI, but honestly, the, the my job is basically poop because you can tell a lot about your health from your bowel movements. And, you know, people say that perfection is overrated. They clearly have never experienced the joy of a satisfying, perfect bowel movement. Guys, my clients like message me and tell me how perfect their bowel movements are. And I secretly love it because, like I said, you can really tell so much about your gut health in general by seeing your pipes and seeing if they are in tip top shape, see if your body is getting proper nutrients and everything like that. So you can't honestly have optimal health without a healthy gut. But how do you know if your gut is healthy? You don't have to be diagnosed with a specific condition to know that something is off with your gut. In fact, your next trip to the bathroom can honestly tell you a lot about how healthy your gut actually is. Everything from the shape of your poop, the consistency, how often you poop, all a good indicator because Your stomach and colon is made up of what is known as the microbiome, which is a collection of bacteria and fungi that either fuel health or disease based basically on the ratio of the good to the bad that is present. So when there is an imbalance, it can lead to inflammation, gut dysfunction, and this honestly comes through, through your poop. So for example, you can have like 
lower levels of a really good bacteria like pre prevotella and increased levels of a bad one called firmicutes in people who struggle with constipation. So that's just like one little tidbit. You can honestly tell so much from your poop. So that is what today's episode is going to be. So what poop tells says about your health? I think it's probably going to be the title. Anyways, so first let's talk about frequency. So how often you go depends on your diet, depends on emotions, depends on stress, depends on so much. So including not just what you eat, but how often and how much. So ideally, you should be pooping two to three times per day for the optimal elimination of hormones, toxins, and chemicals that inevitably find their way into your food and water. So when it comes to consistency, your number twos should basically be soft and long enough to really form a curled up snake-like shape in the toilet. If you're not sure exactly where yours falls, don't worry. Um, that's why they created the Bristol School Scale. If you are in Well Nourished, go and hop into the gut health module. I made a whole PDF, which gives you like Bert, like little um, diagrams of each of them so that you will know. But basically, type one is like a, a hard, there's seven types, but type one is little hard rabbit-like pellets. And this basically indicates severe constipation and should never happen. Type two is like a super hard lumpy log shape. And that is another shine, sign, shine, sign of constipation, but a much more mild case. Then we have type three, which is like a log with just a few cracks that is quick and easy to push out. And that's considered a normal poop. And then type four, this is where the snake shape comes in and is the gold standard for healthy poop. So when you guys come to me and you say you're a type four, like my clients or those you've been well nourished, I get so excited because we want to be a type four. Okay, then we have type five where you basically start to tread into diarrhea territory if you are easily passing small, separate, soft blobs of poop. And then we have type six, which is one type of diarrhea. And this is where your poop is super soft, but still intact, almost like I call it like mashed potatoes, which I mean, I still like mashed potatoes after this. You might not like mashed potatoes after I say this, but basically like mashed potatoes or pudding or yogurt, anything like that. And then type seven is full blown where you basically have no solid pieces and it comes out watery and extremely quick. So if you've ever had the heard the term like explosive diarrhea, this would basically be that. So ideally your we should move on to color. So next thing we are going to go on to is color. So ideally your poop should be a milk chocolate color, which actually is thanks to the compound called bilirubin, which is actually formed in the breakdown of red blood cells in the body. So if not, there are some other colors and this is what they are more likely to mean um, and kind of give you an idea. So black, this can happen if you are taking certain supplements or medications. So don't be alarmed if this happens, if you start taking something new. However, it is still important to check with your doctor because it could be a sign of an upper intestinal tract bleed. Then we have green. So most of the time, green poop occurs if you ate something that was in that color family. So, um, or even chlorophyll. So chlorophyll or lots of greens, um, anything like that will make it that color. And then we have like a white or a cream based. And this can mean a few different things, whether that is the presence of too much fat in your diet, whether you are not absorbing enough nutrients or extreme cases, a blocked bile duct. 
And then next up is red. If you ever, and I'm going to repeat this twice, if you ever experience blood in your stool, you need to speak to a doctor right away. Because it could be hemorrhoids, but it could be intestinal bleeding. It's never a good sign. Um, Be cautious, though. If you ate beets, it could happen. But still, if you hadn't eaten beets that day, always, always be cautious if you are seeing red or wiping red. And now that we're talking about red, um, I'm going to go along with mucus here and just vaguely mention mucus. If you have mucus um, on the toilet paper or anything like that, and before you ask what mucus looks like, because I've had my clients ask what mucus looks like, it's exactly what you think it looks like mucus that like a clear snot that comes from your nose. It's basically like that, but in your stool, usually more amounts. So anything anywhere from like a teaspoon to a tablespoon. And again, that is a sign of an issue that you're going to want to get checked out. Usually irritable bowel syndrome. But if you have a healthy gut, you should be able to go to the bathroom in less than a few minutes. And it, it really shouldn't be a major event. Anything longer than a few minutes, when people like tell me they spend 20 minutes, half an hour going to the bathroom, I am like, Jesus Christ, we need to fix that. That is hell no, we do not. Like that is a sign of poor gut health. So, or any straining, um, anything like that is a sign of gut dysfunction. So how to have healthy or bowel movements. So if anything, if you are off, whether it's the type, the shape, the color, anything like that. I'm going to dive into basically how to have poop perfection. And guys, if you have poop perfection, I, I honestly want to hear from you. Send me a DM being like, I'm a type four because I get really excited. Um, actually, fun fact, I remember my brother told me this. Um, if you guys don't know, my brother used to live in LA. He now lives in Arizona. Anyways, he's friends with a lot of like more famous people. Let's just put it that way. Anyway, so Tom Cruise has someone who looks at his poop. Like actually someone come in every single day and looks in the toilet of Tom Cruise's poop and assesses his health based on his poop, guys. So like there are poop specialists that look at Tom Cruise's poop. That is how important poop is. So God, the amount of times I've probably said poop in this episode and we're only like what, seven minutes, eight minutes in. Okay. So number one in terms of how to have healthier bowel movements, identify any hidden food sensitivities. If there's one thing I know for sure is that there are food sensitivities in this day and age. Gluten, dairy, these things, grains. Um, you can even be sensitive to legumes, you know, chickpeas, beans, everything like this. You need to identify these if you want to have a healthier bowel movement because otherwise you will keep getting triggered and your body will keep reacting to these foods. Next up is eating more fiber. However, not any type of fiber, not just any like, you know, run of the mill fiber. There are two different types of fiber. And this is where a lot of people get tripped up. You want more insoluble fiber, which doesn't dissolve in water and is important for healthy excretion because it encourages the movement of material through your digestive system. So if you are constipated, you want insoluble fiber. It keeps it a softer consistency that makes it easier to pass. So, and also here is something that might surprise you. Insoluble fiber is important even if you struggle with diarrhea because it adds bulk and weight to your feces so it's not so watery. So some of my favorite clean whole food sources of fiber of this type includes artichokes, um, avocados, almonds, and chia seeds. Number three is getting a comprehensive stool test. So this is called the GI map test. Guys, I have had it done feel like, you know, after this episode, actually what I'll do is I'll do a little Instagram story um, after this episode is live and I will show you my GI map test because I, 
I really don't care. Um, but it was really fun to see, you know, all the bacteria. So I'll show you that. But basically, it tells you all the fungi, bacterial, parasitic overgrowth, as well as beneficial bacteria levels, which really gives you a more complete look at the microbiome. So I recommend this, honestly, like if if you want to know your bowel health best, this is the test I would recommend. Um, and it also really helps to get down to the nitty gritty. We'll also get into probiotics um, later in this episode, but this is why you need this test for a probiotic. You cannot take, well, I guess I'm going getting into it now. You cannot take a blanket probiotic, guys. When I see people taking seed or this or that, I'm like, Jesus, what that's going to do. Like, let's say, let's take Saccharomyces boulardii, for example, which is a, a strain of probiotic. Let's say I was actually okay with that and I had good levels or maybe even borderline high levels. And then I started taking a probiotic that maybe had like 20, 50 different strains, including Saccharomyces boulardii, that even though it's a beneficial bacteria, having too much of it can cause an overgrowth. Then I might experience things like either diarrhea or constipation, or I might have, you know, bloating, distension, gas, anything like that. So highly recommend the GI map test to me. It is super worth it. Next up, ooh, actually, let me take a sip of my drink. Right now I'm drinking the Organic Traditions um, Green Vitality, I, I think it's like a juice, it's a, it's a green powder. You mix it with water, I get ingredients in, it's loaded with stuff, not sponsored, I'm just letting you know, guys, what I'm drinking. So the next thing is to try magnesium. So if you are struggling with constipation, a magnesium supplement is a great natural mineral to lean on. And certain forms of magnesium, like magnesium oxide and citrate, really help to pull water into the intestines so that you can go to the bathroom more often and with more ease. I always recommend also taking it at night because it is a natural muscle relaxant, so it can just basically help you sleep. All right, next up is to try eating more resistant starch. So adding more resistant starch, which basically benefits both soluble and insoluble fiber, really helps the prebiotic levels of fiber in your gut because resistant starch is full of a prebiotic fiber that doesn't get digested in your stomach and ends up in your intestines where it provides food to all of those wonderful good bacteria. So some great starches or some great sources rather of resistant starch include plantains and then cooked and cooled potatoes and potato starch. So like the potato starch that I add in my cauliflower gnocchi, that's a good one. Um, meal prepping potatoes, like cooking them, allowing them to cool and then having them either reheated or cold is also really good. And then plantains, you can make plantain chips and everything like that. All great sources of resistant starch. Next thing I actually want to add, because I don't think I mentioned it. If your poop is bobbling like a, what is it, a buoy, like a buoy in the ocean, um, that is a sign that you're not digesting fats properly. So I don't think I said that earlier, but basically you need enough digestive enzymes that digest fats like lipase because your stools should sink. They should not float. Um, and they also shouldn't require really like any excess effort, like I said, or any straining like that. So if you see small pellet stools um, like rabbit poops, then, you know, that's a, a red sign, but also floating as well. So like we said about probiotics, um, you can eat probiotic rich foods that help to feed the microbiome like sauerkraut and everything like that. But I also really recommend getting a probiotic that is geared to your gut. You will get a lot more benefit out of it than taking a generic one. Okay, next up, I want to talk about bathroom emergencies um, or like poop sweats as people call them. So 
this is, is something that comes up with some of my clients when they come to me um, for the first time. And I know this is something that people experience. So I thought I would touch on it. So because honestly, there is almost nothing worse than experiencing the sudden urge to go to the bathroom. Um, maybe when you can't um, and there's nowhere near, especially in a pandemic and most you know public bathrooms are even closed. So you need to understand why they occur. So the bulk of the blame basically falls on the vagus nerve, which is a key component of your parasympathetic system that supervises digestion. And if you're in well-nourished or you're in my one-on-one, you know I talk all about the vagus nerve. And like basically the only nerve I want you to get on for me is my vagus nerve. Like you want the vagus nerve to be activated. It is a good thing. It controls a function known as peristalsis, which is the basically involuntary constriction and relaxation of the intestinal muscles that make you feel those like 911 vibes from, you know, going from your digestion all the way down to your rectum. So it's usually triggered when your bowels are too full, but can also be triggered by stress. So if you frequently experience like the poop sweats or the urges, um, you need to chill out. Basically, stress is causing it. So if that's happening to you, you need to work with lowering your stress, managing stress and everything like that. You need to chill out um, your vagus nerve. Normally people, like if you're having trouble going, you need to activate the vagus nerve. But if the vagus nerve is too stimulated, it can cause you to basically run to the bathroom. So breathing practices are really good to do this. Um, I love the Wim Hof breath work and everything like that. However, Stress can also be causing the opposite poop-related problem. So if you are less than, you know, running to the bathroom, you're more constipated, the culprit can also be stress because spikes in the stress hormone cortisol can slow digestion, leading to backups and bloating. So if you are experiencing inexplicable bloat, you might want to check out not only if your stress levels are high, but also if there are stress spikes. Um that are also like caused by other things like eating garbagey foods, non-fiber rich things, um, not getting enough movement, all of which can make the problem worse. And then another fun fact I did want to mention is that you can still be constipated after you poop. So you might think that like, oh, if I'm pooping, it means I'm not constipated. No, no, no. You might think that pooping relieves constipation, but this isn't always the case. You can actually go like have a bowel movement without fully ever emptying your bowels. And if this happens multiple days in a row, you basically end up with gnarly symptoms of constipation despite regular visits to the bathroom. So if you think this might be you, um, you might, of course, want to get to the root cause by getting a GI MAP test. um, But magnesium can also help and fiber and all the things that we discussed here. But I did want to mention that, you know, just because you're going every day does not mean you are not constipated. And then, of course, like when you are anxious, you might be pooping more or not pooping and your brain and your gut basically start getting mixed signals, which make make you feel the urge to go. So to alleviate this issue, you need to reduce your caffeine intake. Again, eat more fiber, exercise, um, meditate, and then, you know, possibly get a GI mapping test. So you can honestly tell so, so much from your stool. So I thought I would throw in also some more things to look out for depending on your poop, whether you're constipated or diarrhea um, that you need to start like looking out for or seeing someone like me or another like naturopath or functional medicine practitioner. Because we don't want to be constipated and we don't want also loose diarrhea because it can prevent adequate nutrient absorption it can cause a whole host of other issues um 
but in terms of constipation, so hormonal imbalances, this is one of the dangers of becoming um, constipated is because you end up reabsorbing estrogens that you could be eliminating, which A, makes it harder in your liver, but B, is also going to cause a whole host of like PMS issues, skin issues, and everything like that. Also, being constipated can lead to more bacterial and fungal overgrowth because nothing is moving. So all that bad stuff that you're supposed to be eliminating, you know, is actually staying in there. Not to mention you're also at increased risk of cancer and mental health issues like depression and anxiety because your gut and your brain are talking constantly. So if your gut health is not in point and you're not fully emptying your bowels, you know, you are going to be reabsorbing all of this stuff. So you really need to like think about the optimal transit time is like 18 to 24 hours. That means like you are probably not absorbing, you know, all of your food if your transit time is either less than or more than that. Other, you know, root causes of constipation, we have hypothyroid, you know, a sluggish liver or gallbladder, but also certain medications or supplements can do it. So some natural supports that you can do for constipation, again, exercise, the proper probiotic, the magnesium, flax chia, dandelion root, vitamin C, and all of that stuff. Because, you really want to make sure that you're you're having poop perfection, right? So then let's think about the root causes of diarrhea. We can have anxiety, stress, you know, um, food intolerances. You can also be having, you know, reaction to SIBO and having like an overgrowth of bad bacteria. You can have parasites. There's really like so many different things, but I want to flag all of these on your radar in case you don't know, because then you know at least, you know, when you're seeking out someone to fix it, what exactly you need to get fixed. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you guys to leave a five-star rating or review or recommend my podcast to your friends, post it on your stories. I really want as much people to learn from this as I can to get all this information out. I'd be so, so grateful. Um, I really you know, want to help as many people as I can with this podcast, and I try to share as much information as I possibly can from all kind of health topics and realms and everything to really help you live well. So... Uh, I appreciate you guys all so, so much. And I'm so grateful for every listen, download, everything like that. It truly means the world. Um, Yeah, I just love you guys so, so much. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart for all the support on this podcast. It truly means so, so much. So with that being said, I will see you guys in the next episode.